Hey there, and welcome to another edition of the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. I'm Kelly DeMarco. You may know me as a former news anchor and journalist at Sacramento's NBC affiliate KCRA. For years, you've trusted me to bring you important information about the people, places, and organizations in our community. Well, today, we're focusing on retirement and how to make smart financial decisions about your future. So if you're retired or nearing that important phase of your life, then listen up because you need to reduce your risk cut your fees, maximize your income, and then guarantee that that's going to last you as long as you live. To help us understand how to achieve these goals, we're going to turn to the Peak Financial Freedom Group co-founders, Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. Together, they have more than 50 years of experience as financial advisors. They've helped thousands of people throughout Northern California, and they're the authors of seven books about financial and retirement planning. Most recently, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, which sold more than half a billion copies worldwide. The Peak Financial Freedom Group works exclusively with retirees and those of you nearing retirement. If you have any questions today, call pound 250 from your cell phone and say the keyword money. Again, that's pound 250 and say money. Welcome to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed at Peak Financial Freedom Group in Sacramento. They're here to help you sort through the complexities of the financial world and to understand the importance of a customized written plan to realize retirement success. They're joined by your host, Kelly DeMarco, a three-time Emmy and multiple Edward R. Murrow Award winner and one of the most recognizable storytellers and TV personalities in Sacramento. Kelly is excited to join Jim and Dan today to help you make the best decisions with your money in retirement. So let's roll. The Peak Financial Freedom Hour starts now. Welcome to the show today. I'm Kelly DeMarco along with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. We're so glad you're with us because we're talking about something important today in retirement, and that is spotting red flags when you pick your advisor. So do you know what red flags to be on the lookout for when you're searching for an advisor to work with as you prepare for retirement? Today's show, we're going to give you some red flags to be aware of, teach you how to spot them, and then really illustrate the difference between an advisor who does the bare minimum versus one who goes above and beyond to work in your best interests. So before we dive into those red flags, I'm curious, guys, about the average person's search for a financial advisor. Like, How do folks usually find an advisor? Well, that's a tough one because finding a new advisor, if you have a current advisor, almost makes most clients feel like they're cheating Mm -hmm. on their current advisor because they feel this loyalty, this relationship. And it's an unfounded loyalty in most cases and an unfounded relationship. But I think you have to look at two ways. One, when you look at your advisor, you have to continually review your current advisor. And I, I look at that as... You know, are you doing what's right by staying with that current advisor? And if the advisor is providing you all the services and help you need and you're not worrying about your money, that's great. And then when you're finding a new advisor, you have to find someone that's going to address your needs. And it really comes down to that. But I think most people, you look at how do they find an advisor, they either listen to some group like us on the radio. Mm-hmm. They watch a TV show. They hear a radio commercial. They go to a dinner seminar or they get a referral from a friend or family member. And those are really how most people find advisors these days. Yeah, or they go on the internet, right? And some of the big brokerage companies are always advertising. They just call the big brokerage companies up and they start talking to somebody on the phone and they say, well, I've solved my problem. But, But that doesn't solve any problem whatsoever because first of all, you have to define how old are you? What do you want your money to do for you? 
Are you going to begin using your money in the future? If so, how soon? When are you going to retire? Because our, our focus, uh, Kelly, you mentioned this earlier, is that we focus on people that are soon to be retired or retired, which means that they're, what they want out of the money completely different than the person who's 20, 30, or 40 years old. So you were in, as Dan mentioned, asset preservation and income distribution staging, and that's where our skill set is. That's where our planning techniques uh, are used to make sure that we do help preserve your portfolio against large market losses. We do help you understand your fees. We do generate an income plan for you. We do generate a tax plan, a legacy plan. We lay out your income. We do everything possible to make sure you have a successful retirement. And that is completely different than if you were 30 or 40 years old. You don't need all that Mm -hmm. stuff, right? So clients have to understand, first of all, where am I at in my life? How old am I? And what do I want my money to do for you? Then you start searching for that advisor to provide those services. But, people- but more importantly, you got to make sure when you start searching that you ask those questions on who do you work with and specialize Mr. and Mrs. Advisor mm-hmm. and pointed out that you're in retirement and you want someone that focuses on retirement. If you're not, then you let them know you're in accumulation mode and you want to focus on growth and you're okay with the risk, et cetera. But if you're not, you need to start the conversation that and you need them to state specifically and even put in writing their specialty is working with retirees and helping people, like Jim just said, reduce their risk and create income that's gonna run out, not run out. Do you find that people interview multiple different advisors? I know you have a lot of people that come in that are wanting a second opinion. Um, sometimes I'm assuming mm-hmm. three, four. Well, you know, Susie Orman says no matter what, interview three people before you make a decision. And and we have clients that come in and they'll interview. And the problem is they're interviewing someone and they don't even know what to ask. Yeah. Yeah. The client, yeah. the consumer doesn't. Yeah. So all they're doing is going down this path. It's almost like you you have three roads to go down and it's pitch black. And you go down each road and you find at the end what's happened. And the key, I think, is to start at the beginning and find someone who can give you what you want as far as what are your main goals. And you need to stipulate that, specify that at the beginning. But we've had clients that go and they'll go to two or three places. And we tell clients the same thing. If you're going to do that, go to the other companies first. Do not come to us first, ever. Go yeah. to the other companies first, yeah. find out what they have, come to us, and then you'll see what our plan will be because none of the other companies are going to do a plan. And we don't want to create this full plan, and then the client takes that and gives it to this other advisor. Mm. So we say, go to the other advisors first, which is great. See what they're going to do. Are they going to develop a plan? Come to us. We will then work on creating an actual plan for you. Um, we had clients come last year. I think I saw them for the first time, like 2021 January. Mm-hmm. And they came in, and we, I met with them. We did a plan. They didn't say they were meeting with other advisors, and it would have been good if they would have said that. So I, I met with them four, five, six times, put a plan together, and then literally didn't hear from them for like six months. I know at that point they're meeting with other advisors. They came back, I think, in November of 2021 and said okay we got to tell you what happened we met with you you did we did the plan it was awesome we loved it but it seemed too good to be true and we had to go talk to other advisors we met with every other advisor met with six other advisors wow literally that's what took six months and then they said and we like your plan we want to adopt your plan so sometimes it takes that testing Mm -hmm. to find out what's happening out there and that's okay like you just said you're stewards of your money you want to be sure that you're you know meeting with people um one of the red flags let's get to those because i think and we did just touch on this a little bit but um an advisor who works with people of all ages and all levels of wealth doesn't seem like a bad thing especially if you've known them over time but again it's a different type of advising whether or not they're in your phase one or phase two of your life. Well, Jim, answer this question because compare it to you needing a um, surgeon to perform a brain surgery, you need a surgeon to perform heart surgery. 
Well, it gets back to you know you being focused on what you need and how old you are. But if advisor tells me, oh, I will have clients that are 20 years old, 40 years old, and 60 years old, but I specialize in retirement planning, that's not accurate at all. He just told you the opposite of that. And the majority of advisors out there will take any type of client, right? They're looking for assets to manage, and they'll take any type of client whether or not they say they specialize or don't specialize. But you have to be really focused in your interviewing process if you're actually going to go out and talk to other advisors and make sure that, yes, if you were retired or you're soon to be retired, you're dealing with a firm that only deals with that segment of the market, period, nothing else. And they can prove to you based on their planning process, their techniques, their skill set, and what they're trying to achieve. And you better identify that or you're going down a path that probably may not work out the way you want it to work out. We'll be talking much more about red flags on the show today. Glad you're with us. If you have any questions about all this, you can call us anytime at pound 250 on your cell phone. Say the keyword money to set up your free consultation. It's pound 250. Say the keyword money. Don't go away. We'll be right back after the offer. What if you weren't afraid of suffering a huge stock market loss, running out of money, paying too much in taxes, and not having enough money to buy that car or do that remodel, and weren't afraid of making any more big financial mistakes? Would your life be different if you weren't afraid? I bet it would be a lot different. If you're like most retirees, you worry that so many bad things could happen to take away your retirement security. We can help you stop being afraid of making big financial mistakes and put a customized plan together for you in writing. It's called our Peak Financial Roadmap. And if you've saved $1 million or more for retirement, we're offering it to you for free. There is no obligation or pressure to do business with us. This free Peak Financial Roadmap will focus on helping you stop worrying about your money so much. Reduce your risk to avoid large losses. Manage and understand taxes. Generate the dependable income you need to live your best retirement life. Hedge against inflation and make the best Social Security decisions. You could pay several thousand dollars for a plan like this, but we will provide it to you for free. There is no hidden agenda. We're confident we can help you avoid costly financial mistakes that could potentially cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Our clients typically have $2 million or more assets saved for retirement, but we can work with you as long as you've saved at least $1 million. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. That's pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. This offer is available right now, so call us today at pound 250 and say the keyword money. Welcome back on today's show. We're breaking down red flags you should be aware of when you're interviewing and try to pick an advisor or even talking to your current advisor as you prepare for retirement. Jim and Dan are helping to illustrate the difference between advisors who do bare minimum versus those who go above and beyond. So another red flag, an advisor who uses a lot of technical jargon that you really don't understand when talking about your financial situation. Well, I think most advisors typically talk at a high level and technicalities are just part of the financial business. The best advisors we feel are those advisors who can take very complicated subjects and simplify them so that the client can understand and then put it in writing to make sure that it's a further understanding of the issues and then write out a complete plan so that if the client reads it a year later, they still understand their plan. Yeah, you're right, Dan. It is a business with, you know, technical terms, but, you know, nothing is worse than to meet with an advisor or have an advisor and leave that office and really not know 
what was said. You, you might feel comfortable when you leave, but when you ask your spouse, if you're with somebody, saying, now, what did he actually say to me? And we hear that all the time from other people telling us how their other relationship is. It's like going to a doctor, right? And you hear the doctor talking to the nurse about what's going on, and you don't understand these terms. So it is difficult, but the advisor has to learn to, to bring it down, to make sure it's simple for the consumer to understand. And unless you have a process to go through, and we do have a very uh, delineated process that we go through with every client for that exact reason, because it can be very complicated. Uh, it can be challenging at times. It can be scary and frightening for the, the consumer but you cannot just, you know, throw up on that client with all this data. Mm-hmm. You have to have a process to go through so the client actually understands what they're trying to achieve and how you're going to achieve that. And if you do that successfully, the client will get the value they're looking for. There's nothing worse than leaving a meeting and not knowing yeah. <laughs> what just happened. Yep. It's just feeling overwhelmed. What about this red flag? An advisor who seems to have a high level of certainty about what's going to happen in the market in the immediate future or they even promise that they can beat the stock market? Well, both of those are big problems, I think. Uh, One of the things is, if someone says they know what's gonna happen in the stock market, especially over the long haul, they're just blatantly lying. Or they're taking data that their head office is giving them and just regurgitating it incorrectly. Because if you look at the market itself, it's impossible to say what's gonna happen. Um, I think that's why when you look at our money management platform we use, we're just honest with people and we say, guess what? We have no idea what's going to happen in the market over the next year or two years. So instead, we reallocate, not rebalance, we reallocate assets in our money management platform, the money that's in the stock market, on a monthly basis. And if you do that, you're admitting one thing. You don't know what's going to happen in the market for the next year. But you're also saying, guess what? We think we can be really good pickers of what we think is going to happen over the next 30 days. And if we do that, we can then significantly reduce the probability of a large loss and potentially then shoot for high long-term gains by not suffering those big losses. Yeah, and, and what Dan is, means by that, Kelly, is we actually use a mechanical system uh, which uses algorithms, so there's no bias, there's no emotion decisions, and the algorithms are looking at technical data on the first day of every month. They're looking at where the momentum is around the world, where the risk is in the asset classes, and the algorithms based on very specific rules are determining what the consumer, what our client should own for just 30 days because the world changes really quickly. And we're not a buy and hold strategist. We're a tactical manager here so that we move around based on what's happening. For example, on February 1st, our models went predominantly U.S. Treasury bonds for safety, right? And there was a reason for that because the algorithm determined there was too much risk in the market and not enough gain in potential equities, we move predominantly out of the market and our clients are very happy for that. Well, what happens when an advisor is, you know, shows all the certainty about what's gonna happen in the market, typically they're being positive. They're being overly positive mm-hmm. with it, right? Saying, oh, everything looks yeah. great in the market. It's a great outlook. Don't worry, we'll go through this little dip and then we'll make a lot of money. Yeah. Well, if you look at then go back a year and 12 months ago, that's what advisors were saying. We're saying, you know what? You better protect your assets because at some point, we don't know when the market's going to do this, but at some point, it is going to do this. Yeah. We we know that for certain. We just don't know when it will drop and how big it'll drop, but you better protect your assets. Now, if you haven't, over 12 months, the major market indices, Jim, based on the charts that we use, they're down for the last 12 months. And if you go from the beginning of this year, they're down between 20 and 30%. So basically, we're certain that the market's going to be volatile, and we're certain you better protect yourself against those types of losses. 
And if someone says they can specifically beat the market, that's less than 5% of all professional money managers, yeah. people that got their PhD and MBAs from Harvard, Yale, MIT, less than 5%. So uh, I don't think the average advisor is going to be able to do that. And if they do say that, then it means they're willing to take excessive risk with your money because the only way to beat the market is to take more risk than the market. So if the market's at 53% risk, Jim, meaning in 08, the stock market went down yeah. 53%, and you're trying to beat the market, it means you have to take more risk than the market. That's right. And let me just, I, I, you and I got this download yesterday. Uh, I'm going to read it real, just two or three things you mentioned earlier. Year to date, the S&P 500 is down minus 22.34%. Over the last 12 months, it's still down 11.7% for the last 12 months. If you look at the Russell 2000, it's down 25.39%. Over the last 12 months, it's still down minus 26.37%. You look at the NASDAQ, right, technology, minus 30.71%. Over the last 12 months, it's still down minus 23%. I could go on and on and on with every index. The only thing that's up out of about 25 different indexes is energy. Well, that's I'm gonna, it. I'm going to cover one individual stock, and this is Jim's favorite company in the whole world, Netflix. He <laughs> flipping loves watching Netflix. <laughs> we all do. Uh, we all do, I know. So check this out, though. The Netflix has been the darling stock right. for the last two, three, four, five years. If you go back five years and look at where Netflix stock was five years ago and look at where Netflix stock is right now, you think it's made all this money? Yeah. It's flat. It's made yeah. 0% for five years. Yeah. So you made all this money in a gain over four years. In the last year, you've lost 100% of the gain inside yeah. of Netflix. That's yep. crazy. Yep. It just almost doesn't make sense. Maybe they're spending too much money on paying the actors. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk more about the red flags here um, in the next segment. But if you have questions about any of the things we're talking about, you can always give us a call on your cell phone, pound 250, say the keyword money, and we'll help you set up a free consultation. Again, pound 250, say the keyword money, and we'll be right back after our offer. Most people are deathly afraid of making financial mistakes that will cost them a fortune in taxes. All the financial decisions you have to make for retirement could severely impact your taxes. Decisions on when to claim Social Security and pension benefits, what to do with your 401k and IRAs, how to manage required minimum distributions, capital gains on sales of stocks, businesses, and real estate, and even providing for beneficiaries all have one thing in common, taxes. The chance of taxes going down, low. The chance of taxes increasing, almost a certainty. We can help you make the best financial decisions to manage taxes and put a customized plan together for you in writing. It's called our Peak Financial Roadmap. And if you've saved $1 million or more for retirement, we're offering it to you for free. There is no obligation or pressure to do business with us. This free Peak Financial Roadmap will focus on helping you manage and understand taxes, generate the dependable income you need to live your best retirement life, reduce your risk to avoid large losses, hedge against inflation, and make the best Social Security decisions. You could pay several thousand dollars for a plan like this, but we'll provide it to you for free. There is no hidden agenda. We're confident we can help you avoid costly financial mistakes that could potentially cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars of unnecessary taxes. Our clients typically have $2 million or more assets saved for retirement, but we can work with you as long as you've saved at least $1 million. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. 
That's pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. This offer is available right now, so call us today at pound 250 and say the keyword money. Welcome back to the show. Today we're breaking down red flags you really need to be aware of when you're interviewing and trying to pick an advisor or maybe even ask your current advisor as you prepare for retirement. And Jim and Dan have been helping illustrate the real difference between advisors who do a bare minimum work versus those who go above and beyond. How about this red flag, guys? An advisor who actively hides how they're paid. I think if they're not transparent, that's a huge red flag, right, Jim? Hey, Dan, Dan, I can tell you right now, based on the people that we work with, on a, a new client comes in or a new prospect comes in and is interviewing us, and we ask them, how much are they charging for their advisors? Dan, how much do they tell us when we ask that question? And we ask it every single time. They answer in one of two ways. One is either they'll say, we're paying 1% because that's what our advisor has told us, or they'll look at each other if they're married and they'll say, what do you think, honey? I'm not sure about 1%. And what does both of those answers mean? They don't know. And number two, Dan, do they ever have any of that in writing? They never, ever have it in writing. Nope. They basically go by the verbal promise or the verbal um, explanation that the advisor gives, if the advisor gives them one at all, typically the advisor gets very uncomfortable, yep. starts sweating, yep. their face turns red, their little veins on their neck yep. and head pop out because they don't want to talk about fees for two reasons. One, I think most advisors don't even know the total fees that are paying. They don't. So they don't want to talk about it because no. that's an uncertain com yeah. communication process for them. The second is they think that the fees are too high if they do know because they're not giving the right services yeah. or value for those fees. And, and Kelly, what we'll do often because we'll ask obviously that question because we do full fee analysis, not only before but after we do the remodeling. We want, we want the client to know what you're paying before you use our services and what you would be paying after. So you make an accurate comparison to make sure you have value there. But when we and we do this often, the client has no idea the fees are paying. So I tell the client, we're going to do a fee analysis. I want you to write an email to your advisor, and I want you to him to break down these fees for you. Now, I, I do it on an email, and I give it to him. And in every single instance, has never been ever anything outside of this, the advisor will never respond back in writing. Never. They might call them on the phone or they'll delay the call, but they will never, ever, at least I've never, Dan, have you ever seen them put it in writing? They won't put it in writing, but it will freak the new the current advisor out. Oh, and yeah. They know something's going on. Oh, what? Yeah. You want to know your fees? You want it in writing? Are you switching? What's going on? Okay, that is super suspect. Yeah. Like, that <laughs> yeah. is bizarre. Yeah. I would not like that. I mean, another thing, and, and I, this red flag too, is just if you just have a bad feeling in your gut, right? Sometimes yeah. you just know this is not the person for you. Well, see, it's actually, I think, the opposite, yeah. Jim, to start yeah. because yeah. it's not that. Otherwise, they would have already left. Yeah. It's that they actually love. The yes. biggest problem is they actually love their advisor as a friend and as a person, yeah. first and foremost. And then it allows 90% of their relationship with that advisor to be based on just how much they like them and 10% to be on finances, yeah. which think about it. All you're getting is about 10% financial help from your advisor. Right. You're getting mostly, oh, personal house, everything going, da, 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 da. But you can just answer it question simply, do you have a written plan right now from your current advisor? Yeah. Do you know in writing exactly how much risk you're taking if the market crashes? Have you lost more than you thought you would lose this year? Do you have an income plan in writing? Do you have a fee plan in writing? If you have all those things, then you can love your advisor. If you don't, then you cannot love your advisor. Yeah, and getting back to the question we had in earlier in the show, whereby if you're the type of person that wants to go out and interview three different advisors, and we gave you the pros and cons of that, but one of the cons of that is that what happens in many cases, they don't know what question to ask, and you're 
maybe you're not interviewing an advisor like what Dan just mentioned that does what we do here, and you don't even understand that perspective, and you're basing your entire decision on, do I like that person? Well, Jim, and think mm-hmm. about it. Right? Do I like it? It's pretty simple yeah. that if you're going to look for an advisor or your current advisor, just before you go, write down a list of the things you really want to know. Yeah. Like right now, and you don't even have to be smart in money, right now you probably want to know how much risk you're taking. Yep. Right? How much How much you could lose yep. in dollars and cents. Just write that down. How much risk am I taking? How much could I lose? Yep. Write it down. That's a question. Second one is, what are the total fees I'm paying? And I'd like those listed out, right? Very simple. You don't even have to remember these things, right? You yep. want to know how much risk you're taking, how much fees. How much income can I take out of my assets? How long it's going to last? And is it guaranteed I won't run out? Okay, all those things. And then maybe you want to know how much money can I potentially leave to my beneficiaries? And the last question, the big one is, can I get every single thing about my money put in writing so I can understand it? Those are simple things, right? Right. Very simple things. Yeah. Well, why don't most advisors do that, Jim? It it takes a lot of work. I mean, if you look at our staff here in our office, we have a big staff to support Dan and I, right? Because it does take a lot of effort, a lot of work, a lot of skill set, a huge amount of knowledge base uh, to specialize in retirement planning. It's not just invest in your assets. You have to do all those things that Dan, Dan identified. And it's probably on our end, not client account clients, and on our end, anywhere from 40 to 80 hours of staff time. And we're not charging the client for that. And it's a big, big commitment for us to do that for every client and other advisors. They say, we're not going to do it. Yeah, We and, don't want to do it. And I think the big firms are afraid that if they put anything in writing, they have more liability. We think it's the opposite. Yeah. We think the more we put in writing, the more we disclose, the better communication that nothing bad's going to happen to the client because we've already discussed it and put it in writing for them. Yeah, and that's why you have so many referrals, people yeah. that come back. All right, if you want more information on some of the things that we're talking about today, you can call pound 250 on your cell phone. Say the keyword money to set up your free consultation. Again, it's pound 250. Say the keyword money and we'll get you help right away. Don't go away. We'll be right back after our offer. Most people are deathly afraid of making financial mistakes that will cost them a fortune in taxes. All the financial decisions you have to make for retirement could severely impact your taxes. Decisions on when to claim Social Security and pension benefits, what to do with your 401k and IRAs, how to manage required minimum distributions, capital gains on sales of stocks, businesses, and real estate, and even providing for beneficiaries all have one thing in common, taxes. The chance of taxes going down, low. The chance of taxes increasing, almost a certainty. We can help you make the best financial decisions to manage taxes and put a customized plan together for you in writing. It's called our Peak Financial Roadmap. And if you've saved $1 million or more for retirement, we're offering it to you for free. There is no obligation or pressure to do business with us. This free Peak Financial Roadmap will focus on helping you manage and understand taxes, generate the dependable income you need to live your best retirement life, reduce your risk to avoid large losses, hedge against inflation, and make the best Social Security decisions. You could pay several thousand dollars for a plan like this, but we will provide it to you for free. There is no hidden agenda. We're confident we can help you avoid costly financial mistakes that could potentially cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars of unnecessary taxes. Our clients typically have $2 million or more assets saved for retirement, but we can work with you as long as you've saved at least $1 million. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. That's pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. This offer is available right now, so call us today at pound 250 and say the keyword money. 
Welcome back. This part of our show we like to call our hypothetical mailbag. And here's a kind of question that I know you've heard from some of your clients. This person says, we recently met with an advisor. He seemed really smart. Everything he said about our financial plan made sense, but we definitely felt pressure to buy. In fact, I felt guilty asking for a week to think about it before signing the paperwork. Is this just my nerves because we're moving around a couple million dollars or is this legitimately a red flag? Red I think, flag. I think Jim, it could be both. No, it could be both, yeah, right? Yeah. Because whenever you move money around, especially if it's a million, two million, three million dollars, you're making a life decision, right? So of course you're gonna have nerves and you're gonna worry about the money, but it definitely could be the red flag as well. Our firm is based on how do we make sure the client never feels one ounce of pressure that yep. they have to move forward with us. Yep. Um, we did a workshop last night and clients came up after the workshop and they literally shook my hand and thanked me for not putting any pressure on them in the workshop. And they said, that's why we're going to meet with yep. you because we feel completely comfortable. We're never going to feel the pressure. We go through a very elongated process where we meet with the client three, four, five, six times. In fact, we tell the client we're not going to let them become a client until they understand their plan and they feel comfortable. And Jim and I never ask the client to move forward with the plan. So let's say this is the fifth meeting and we've explained the whole plan. The client loves the plan. We're not going to say, are you ready to implement your plan? We let the client ask what the next yeah. steps are going to be. Yeah. We, we tell the client right up front on the very first appointment, there's never an obligation to do business with us ever. We will never, ever ask you to do business. You will never feel uncomfortable if we deliver an entire plan to you and you don't come back. Now, of course, we want to make sure before we do all that, because we're going to spend lots of time, that the client does have certain objectives that we know we can help them with and that they're going to fulfill their end of it and go through the process because it's a it's an integration of both the client and us to make sure this plan does get developed correctly. When people want to know, why do we do this? They think, well, Dan and Jim, you guys are a sales organization. You guys are terrible, terrible salespeople. We do it for the number one reason. It's the right way to treat people. Number two, we think it's the best business model because if we don't put pressure on potential clients, do you think more clients become our clients or less? Way more clients become our clients. Then what if we don't put pressure on them, they don't become our client, they might come back, give you a case. In the last 12 months, I've had multiple clients, Jim's had multiple clients come back that we met with many years ago. I had one client come back just this last week that I met a year ago. I had clients come from two years ago, four years ago. I had one client I met with 24 years wow. ago yeah. that finally became our client as of August of last year, yeah. if we treat them this way. Mm -hmm. yeah. And also, if we can do something that is different, right? If we're gonna provide them real value that is completely different than what they've ever experienced in their lifetime with any other advisory firm, Clients don't, you know, Dan, when you and I talk on these radio shows, they really don't understand what we do. And I get that because it is complicated. Well, because I think we're like everybody else. Maybe. Maybe that's it. But we're not like everybody else at all. We're completely different. And it's really difficult to express that on a radio show because you can't see our risk plan or our fee plan. You can't see the income plan or the tax plan. You can't see the beneficiary plan. You can't see what income guaranteed and what's not guaranteed. Will the income go up? Will it go down? Will it ever fade away? Well, and it's all because... They're worrying about their money right now, yeah. and they can't imagine not worrying about their money. They can't imagine they could be put in a position where they could worry 80 or 90% less. Yeah. But just go with us on, on that one point. What if you're driving around your car right now? What if you look at how much you're worrying about your money right now? What if? literally don't have to believe us yet but just what if you could reduce how much you're worrying about your money by 80 or 90 yep. percent we'll never get rid of all the worries right yep. like we tell people tell them the yep. truth but what if we can get rid of literally 80 to 90 percent think just how that would feel if it was true and don't believe us just yep. think about that and let that you know ruminate and i think then it allows you to see some things that could happen in your life well and especially at that point in your life you want to enjoy 
your life you've been saving you want to preserve your money and that's the part i think especially for me as i'm you know i'm not at that age yet but i want to make sure that i'm number one working with someone that i trust and number two that i'm just not freaked out all the time about losing money in markets like this well jim answer this question someone who starts at 20 or 25 saving they don't have any money they don't really have anything to worry about they save it so they don't have to worry now they've saved a million or two million dollars do they worry less like they planned about their money now no they always worry more they have more money they're getting Mm -hmm. older they don't have the recovery time when they lose a lot, a lot of money. And a big worry right now, and it's really difficult because the markets are down 20, 25, 30%. Some stocks are down 50 or 60%. It's people thinking stay the course and don't get out is a right decision. And Dan, is that the right decision? It might be, but in a lot of cases it's not. So you just have to make sure you have a plan in place. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to give Jim and Dan a call, their number, pound 250. If you want to give them a call on your cell phone, just say the keyword money and they'll help you set up a free consultation. And as Jim mentioned, no pressure at all. Pound 250, say the keyword money. And thanks so much for listening today. Glad you were with us. Most people say their biggest fear in retirement is running out of money. In retirement, running out of money means running out of income and not being able to pay for the things you need and want each month. Unless you're getting a huge pension, you have to create dependable income that will last for as long as you live on your own. Stock market volatility and low interest rates make creating secure income seem almost impossible. We can help you create predictable income to last for as long as you live and put a customized plan together for you in writing. It's called our Peak Financial Roadmap. And if you've saved $1 million or more for retirement, we're offering it to you for free. There is no obligation or pressure to do business with us. This free Peak Financial Roadmap will focus on helping you generate the dependable income you need to live your best retirement life. Reduce your risks to avoid large losses. Manage costs like taxes and fees. Hedge against inflation and make the best Social Security decisions. You could pay several thousand dollars for a plan like this, but we will provide it to you for free. There is no hidden agenda. We're confident we can help you create income that will last as long as you do, so you can stop worrying about your money so much. Our clients typically have $2 million or more assets saved for retirement, but we can work with you as long as you've saved at least $1 million. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. That's pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. This offer is available right now, so call us today at pound 250 and say the keyword money. Investment advisory services are offered through Fiduciary Solutions, LLC, a California-registered investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results, and securities may lose value. Insurance products and services are offered through PFFG Insurance Agency, LLC. California Insurance License Number 0N14013. Dan Ahmed, California Insurance License Number 0732913. And Jim Files, California Insurance License Number 0F06511.